0: Thursday morning broadcast as we are back in our New York City studios because of the, um, I guess, the timetable of United Airlines. We were able to get back from Newark Airport. it been plenty of time to start a Thursday J.M. and the A.M. So as someone commented on our app, amazing, we're there until 4 p.m. on the air yesterday in Jerusalem, and then this morning, thank God, way before 6 o'clock on a Thursday here at J.M. and the A.M. Well, I've been mentioning, obviously, this morning and all through the last uh, week about the Lieben family being our host, the only family I know of in the history of J.M. the A.M. that ever said, hey, guys, let's go to Israel together. We'll take care of everything, and we're going to meet some amazing people and speak to some incredibly intelligent people about what's happening in Israel and the Jewish world. And Barry Lieben, who many of you heard that was not able to be with us the final day of the broadcast on Wednesday, is with us live via telephone. He's been back in New York for an extra day compared to us. Barry, welcome back to J.M. in the A.M.,
1: how are you doing?
0: now Did you miss me? Uh, we missed you a lot, but I'll tell you, we came back on a tremendous high because we had some of the most historic conversations in the history of this program. We met some amazing, intelligent people, a lot of whom, as you pointed out, you know for many, many decades. And frankly, we met a lot of Jewish heroes, as you pointed out, people who have been living in Israel for 30, 40 years, many of whom changed the uh, the face of uh, the state of Israel uh, over all who these did, decades.
1: Who did I miss?
0: You no, know, I think you got them all.
1: Oh well, I, sadly, I couldn't listen. They don't. They don't cover you on the plane.
0: I can't believe that. Can we, can we speak to United Airlines about that, please?
1: Shocking. I asked no internet, no Nachum. They say we're working on
0: Nachum. <laughs> oh, now I know what you mean by who do I who'd you miss? I thought you meant for the heroes. In terms of who you missed yesterday, I mentioned this to my listeners earlier this morning. I hope they had an opportunity. First of all, you know what happened right before Yom Kippur when Ari Fuld was murdered by that seventeen-year-old. An incredible, incredible tragedy. Incredible tragedy. Three of his friends stopped by. Three really passionate, incredible friends stopped by for the first hour yesterday on your porch. And we just spoke about him and his message and what we could do to fill the gap. Uh, that he left. It was really a very, very inspiring conversation. That, that must have been very moving. It was really unbelievable. And then Lenny Ben-David stopped by. He has an incredible book about photographs from the uh, mid-1800s to the 20th century about photographs of the land of Israel. And he, of course, has been involved in the political scene for God knows how long. So right, he, he, right. Gave us, he gave us tremendous insight yesterday. Uh, we did get Michael Oren on. It was by telephone, but we did get him on yesterday during the show, which was cool. He has, right. he has right. a, a lot of inter- right. interesting analysis. Right.
1: Brilliant man.
0: He is a brilliant man, no doubt. And then Ellie Groener. You know, I got uh, – you know My Ellie. quarterback, my quarterback. <laughs> it was funny, by the way, when he showed up, Steve says to him uh, – Steve says to us, uh, Ellie, one, one of the greatest players in the history of the league. And Ellie's like, one of? What do you mean one of? It was <laughs> uh, Big Blue
1: has many great quarterbacks. and so, Many of them, because of their appearance at Big Blue and their playing – went on to government work.
0: Yeah, imagine that. Ends up being director general of the Prime Minister's office for 37 months because of his having, association with you.
1: Having having big blue on the resume is a sure for reason to go on to a top-notch position it's
0: funny I didn't think BB considered the football stuff when uh, when interviewing anybody interesting I
1: think I think it's the first thing he looks
0: for but I'll tell you seriously that I got to ask him questions because he was there live in person again because of you and Steve and everybody I got to ask, which never would have happened on a, on a phone interview and, and in the comfort right. and the and the uh, you know the nonchalant nature of of our conversation a lot of trivials I asked them you know things like uh I alluded to who writes the president prime minister's speeches and how many people see those speeches before he actually uh delivers them and things like that and we spoke we spoke
1: I do think when the people came up and we did have a great setup there that it does lead to a better interview
0: oh are you kidding me that Yossi Klein-Alevy conversation I'm I'm telling you by oh oh, by the way uh, by the way last night I'm glad you just mentioned this because last night, and I think a lot of the listeners will appreciate this, I set a rule. I told our staff last night in the airport. New rule: After this, if we ever do this again, if we're ever in this type of setup again, especially in Israel, no phone interviews. I don't care who it is. We'll do phone interviews the rest of the year with people, but no phone interviews. They, they, it just it's not the same. It's not the same type of interaction.
1: No, I, I thought the Halevi oh, interview was amazing. That was amazing. I I think amazing. He might- I think he's one of the five smartest men I've ever met in my life.
0: Mm, I, guess I, I, guess, me, I guess I guess I'm somewhere in one through four. I guess.
1: Yeah, for me, it was a <laughs> personal thrill having gone to camp with him together. And this, even though I followed his career, um, this is the first time I've seen him in 50 years.
0: Amazing! That,
1: yeah, that was pretty cool. What a what a reunion, huh? It was a great reunion, and hearing him, you know, and he's gone through a lot of political spectrums in the 50 year. But hearing, hearing him talk about Beitar. The effect it had on his life was, for me personally, moving.
0: Amazing. And uh, I said earlier in this show, as I was reviewing things in the six o'clock hour, I mean, look, Steve Liebowitz. I, I've always considered him a friend because, you know, casually, I because of you, I've dealt with him, you know, over these decades. But now, I consider him a close friend. The guy's amazing. The Guy's such a wonderful person. So he's, that...
1: he's amazing and he's awfully a wonderful, competent man.
0: Yeah, hundred. I mean, look what
1: he's look, look what he's put together in Israel in his life. The league that started off as, a, as a, really a whim and a hobby now has two thousand people of different ages, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you were able to make to make the dinner for Big Blue the other night, um, but uh, which for me was a, one of the highlights of my trip with these fifty players in the dinner to give out the rings and to, to celebrate two victories this season. But I really saw why I really. Realized on the spot why this is so important. I mean, these were men ages 18 to 50, right. 50, playing football in Israel, and I realized that though know, Israelis love their life in Israel, but and people say Israelis lead a great life, but it's a hard life. Right? They they work, they take care of their families. Some of them study. They go to miluim. I mean, it's a hard life. And for these guys, these couple of hours a week is really a passion. And how much they look forward to it, it's almost impossible for me to describe. And the unity they have towards each other, the unity they have towards each other, is almost unrivaled, except maybe for what they have for their Army friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: I saw it that night, and it, it gave me such a joy for what I could help them do. It's so little compared to what they do. Writing a check is nothing compared to the sacrifice they give every day for the Jewish people. And that's what I told them when I spoke with them. And I'll send you a picture, Nachem, of the—they basically closed the street in front, the guys— to
0: take a, a
1: team
0: picture. <laughs> yeah, uh, they had no choice. <laughs> and
1: nobody was going to argue with them.
0: That's for we had sure. A of
1: big, we had a lot of big boys
0: there. <laughs> Barry, um, Lieben, Barry Liebens with us. By the way, Steve had the line of the day yesterday. He wrapped things up with us after the Ellie Groner interview at the very end of the show. Uh, so we, have, got, uh, of course, again mentioned the Football League and everything. So he says, listen, guys, the Football League started in my tallest bag. That was the office of the that's, Football League at the beginning. That's, <laughs>
1: that's a great line. And, and probably not far from true. <laughs> Probably exactly. not from true, and uh, it's really a great thing. And Steve is not only a great guy; he's a very, very, incompet- very, very competent guy. Right? You give him a job, and look what he did for you.
0: Hundred percent. He came yeah. through with flying and, colors.
1: And not say if we're going to do it. The only question is how many times a year we're going
0: to do it. Oh, all right. Are you kidding me? This is great news. <laughs> and I mentioned Bobby Brown. You know why I made such a big deal about him and kept saying it was an honor to have him there? Because from when yeah. the time I was a kid until now, every his name always came up. It always came up in something having to do with the Israeli government, new policy, a new project, an organization. I felt like his name was always in my life, you know, like like floating around. And then I got an opportunity finally to meet him in person. That's a very
1: good description, Bobby. It's like a cold; he shows up everywhere.
0: <laughs> so that was great. And he seemed to his goodbye to us on the Wednesday, on Tuesday. He seemed to have to have had a great time as well. So that was really nice. Yeah,
1: like Bobby, wouldn't you didn't want to leave, Bobby. <laughs> And nobody wanted to. Everybody wanted to be in the suite. Everyone was having a ball. Everybody didn't know who was going to show up next.
0: Right. It it's, was really mm. great.
1: Only my children were totally uh, didn't know what was going on. <laughs> they, they, they what, who were all these people and how did they get in my
0: room? They couldn't figure it out except for Cole. Exactly. Cole, 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 he course. seemed to have his Cole, hand on the on everything.
1: Cole, Cole just kept saying, when do we go back on the air? <laughs> exactly.
0: I got to be careful. Barry's pushing for Cole to replace me, so I got to be very, very sensitive issue here.
1: We we might have to encourage him to speak a little louder than a whisper.
0: Yeah, i will be fine. Believe you me, the kid has an amazing personality. (laughs) That's for sure.
1: He's the mayor wherever he goes. One hundred
0: percent, chairman of the board. I call him chairman of the board.
1: Who do you got? (laughs) Anyway, I'm glad you got back safely. Everybody got back well. To me, it was a fabulous time. I thank you for sharing it
0: with me. Oh, are you kidding? It was just wonderful. Thank you. Like I said, there's only one family that ever invited us to do this, and that's the Liebman <laughs> family. Thanks, Barry. Maybe,
1: maybe they'll pour in
0: now. You never know. You know. We may be there on a
1: weekly basis. Who knows? <laughs> And the in, and the Inbal did good, very good job of taking care of.
0: It. They certainly did. Big kudos again to the Inbal Hotel for everything. And uh, if we do show up every single week, I think the Inbal will will, will have had enough of us to say the least.
1: <laughs> we'll be like a bad relative.
0: Ronnie will be resigning within minutes if he He'll hears gi- that.
1: Giving up his job soon.
0: <laughs> Barry, thank Not you.
1: Be well. I'll speak to you soon.
0: There you go, Barry Liebman. Everybody, he chaired our broadcasts from Israel this week. Simple as that. And we had an amazing time and spoke to some incredible people. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM.